is Writerish with Tiffany Thompson and Kenise Marshall. A writer-esque look at new writers. Hello and welcome to another episode of Writerish with Tiffany Thompson and Kenise Marshall. Kenise Marshall. So thank you for joining us. <laughs> yeah, thank you for joining us, everybody. So Kenise and I have been trying to record episode two three times. The first time, what happened? Did not record at Did all. Did not I mean, record at all. <laughs> episode, we were funny. I was like, yeah, we got this. <laughs> recording jitters out of the way. Nothing. Go to push play. <laughs> zero. Zero dot zero zero. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> we're ever so shocked. But we are back here. We are in the flesh and on the podcast. Um to bring you our second episode, and we're really excited about it. The first episode, we really talked about just our welcome and an intro, and today we're going to get into some of the nitty-gritty of writing. So That's we're right. That. Yeah, so <laughs> today we're talking about plot and story. Where do you find a plot? Where do you find an idea for your story? And, you know, Kenise, since you've, uh, I always defer to Kenise as our, re- our resident published fiction author dot com org. <laughs> And .net. Um, where do you find <laughs> your best ideas for stories? I mean, honestly, it's it, it comes from a lot of different places, right? I mean, you, you can talk about life experience. And um, with mine, it was a way of purging emotion. Now, granted, it the story manifested it, its way uh, in a different way. So the story... For me to get over a breakup, I wrote about, you know, in that a girl who was, uh, you know, finding herself after being in a long term relationship. And then, you know, it adds in other elements to it to make the story what it is. But life experience, you know. Yeah, that is one of the one of the ways to find find a story, you know, what you're going through each and every day um, from moment to moment. Um, Yeah, sure. But I'm not the only writer on this podcast. From oh, what I understand, <laughs> Tiffany also has a book that is published. Yeah. Available on Amazon.com. <laughs> Amazon.com. <laughs> you know, we talked about it a little bit last time. It's a, a journal. So I guess I don't give myself enough credit for it being a book because same thing with you to some degree. It, it came out of my own experience of, you know, I went through a really hard pregnancy And so out of that, I wrote a journal because I really just wanted to help other women. One, identify Mm -hmm. if they might be suffering from um, a disorder called perinatal mood disorder, mood and anxiety disorder, or PMAD, and also to tell my story, to kind of get it out there so people know that they weren't alone. But, um, you know, it's the same kind of thing. I think we start where we are, and um, I think that where we are is often our own story, something about our own experience. So, um, but we actually have three tips for you today, where to find uh, your next great idea. Uh, and number one is your own experience. You know, where, where, what is something that has been critical in your life? What was a turning point for you? What was um, an uh, inciting incident? I think inciting is a word, right? Yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. to be not to be confused with exciting. <laughs> right, right. 
but, but the inciting um, the, the the event that struck the fire yeah what was the inciting event and then also um you know what is something that has kind of what are the themes of your life and from those themes of your life <clears throat> because we all all have one if we look hard enough we can see how the strands you know kind of come together and create a story so that's the first place to look so our first tip is if you're struggling with, I really want to be a writer. I know I'm supposed to write, but I don't have a story. Start with your own experience. Dun, da, da, da. The yay. next place, yay, yay. <laughs> we need a, a sound effect that says, yay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Maybe we can get Ruby to do it for us. <laughs> I'm all right. <laughs> Ruby is Kanisa's daughter, and she's famous for saying, I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the second place to look, and this is really when I realized uh, when I got this tip as a writer that to look here after I started looking here, I realized there's so much good information. There's so much you can do by looking at the news. So that's the second tip. You know, look at the news. There's going to be some crazy characters. Popping up in the news. We got one in the White House right now, I would say. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And there are a bunch of um, uh, different storylines. What were we saying that one day, like, in a world where (laughs) (laughs) the president of the United States is a one-time celebrity apprentice? You know, what happens when he decides to fire China? You know, there's right. there's a lot of fodder there. But you were saying one day on one of the times that we were trying to record this podcast episode, <laughs> there was another really interesting take that you could do on the news. And what was that? Um, so I guess it was, um, you know, two two sides of that. Um, so the first part was a coworker of mine had mentioned that. There's this billionaire in Australia who is building the Titanic 2. Um, he is wanting to make this voyage happen. He, I guess he's just fantasized with the story and, you know, he's just, he's got the money to do it. So he's building this ship. It is going to take, go on its maiden voyage in 2020. They're going to start in Dubai and then end up in New York and they will cross over the wreckage place of the first Titanic. Um, and then from New New York to Southampton. They'll go back and forth, and that will be its main um, itinerary. And it is going to be a tourist attraction for people. They're going to have people dress in uh, century appropriate clothing. Um, they're going to have the class system as far as boarding. And obviously, if you are in the lower class boarding, if you choose that, then you, you pay less money, but they will still have authentic experiences for you. Obviously, they are preparing for lifeboat. Uh, appropriate number of lifeboats and how to avoid icebergs. But this man um, is taking a piece of history, this 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 uh, uh, amazing story that we all know and love. And, you know, he's trying to make it happen. Um, so there's that one aspect of it where this person is is using history and creating news. But then you also have the be an investigator reporter side of it. You know, um, I know a lot in our town, right at the interstate exits, there are people standing on corners holding signs and they're homeless. They're, they're looking for, um, 
money to, you know, pay for their next meal or, um, you know, you know, in some instances, which is awful to say, they are charlatans. You know, there was a lady who would pretend to be unemployed or pretend that she was destitute, go out there, collect all this money. And then people would see her at the local bingo. What? Cashing all this money in. Oh, yeah. It was a whole article. She was, you know, uh, she was committing fraud, pretending she was posing as a homeless person. And they then people locally who go play the local bingo would go and see her taking all of that money she had taken from people standing out there and was going and playing bingo with it. Um, but in most cases, I, you know, I'm assuming these people really are bad off, but it's worth to, if you're brave enough, I am not, I'm sure my husband would not allow it either, but to approach <laughs> these people, buy them a cup of coffee. And again, it goes back to that first one, finding their story, their instance um, of, of that, of, you know, their events in life that got them to the situation. Um, you know, we had talked about too, how NPR even does a piece on people's lives their lives and their journey and then submit it to the um, Library of Congress as a record, you know, for later if people, it's kind of like a time capsule of our species where people from different walks of life are submitting their stories. Um, so two pieces for that, I guess, like the tabloid or um, like page turner, uh, mm-hmm. I guess it's, we call it clickbait now on the internet, but right. um, you know, like the, the tabloid um, headlines or whatever that say, oh, man's building Titanic 2 set voyage. Um, and then, you know, finding another person's story, being an investigative reporter. Well, it's funny that you say it that way, because I've had this really weird story, like plucking around in my brain for a couple years. And, I, you know, I just haven't done anything with it. And so if there's someone out there listening and you want to do something with it, you have my permission. <laughs> Since I <haven't> <laughs> yeah. But it was kind of to that point where you were saying, you know, some of these people, and that's a really interesting story in and of itself, right? Where you could be like, um, there's this person who is out there begging basically right mm-hmm. for money and they mm-hmm. end up being a charlatan and people see them at the local bingo and how does that you know how does it all translate and what kind of story is that I mean that's a good story yeah I, um but the other part of it is how do you um how do you weave that into so that's the germ of the idea but how does that become a story you know, and that's the question. Mm-hmm. How does that become right. the actual story that you that you're dealing with? Um, but what I was going to say is the germ of an idea also that I've had is a food critic who is actually homeless. And so this person, there's a food critic who is down on her luck. She's, lo- you know, she's going to lose her position. She's not going to have the job that she had before because she just isn't doing a great job. And then she meets this homeless person who has this really, you know, distinguished palate because they go through and they dumpster dive and they, they, um, they taste all these, this food from these five-star restaurants and figure out, you know, what all the ingredients are kind of like a savant you know, for mm-hmm. palate mm-hmm. and how that person would exploit that individual or, you know, where would the story go from there? So that's the question is a lot of times you have the beginnings of a story, but you don't have a middle and an end. How do you find the rest of your story? You know, if you have a German right. idea and um, you were telling me one session about um, what was it called? The thread 
the thread method. And I completely made that name up, but basically, so, you know, every author has their own way of cultivating a story. Some people use storyboards, some people use where they, you know, create backstories for characters. So it's, thorough character development um you know Stephen King a book that my one of my friends gave me um you know Stephen King talks about just writing and and basically the thread method is pulling out a, a thread if you imagine your story or the idea as like a, a unfinished sweater or something and you start pulling at the the yarn and it starts to unravel and you just see where that goes and the way that I like to do it is I I see scenes over and over and over, so much to the point where they will wake me up out of my sleep. And so in order to get rid of it so I can rest at some point, um, I get up and I write. And so I allow myself at minimum 15 minutes. And so the theory is you just begin writing. You don't, you know, don't, don't try to uh, edit it or do anything like that while you're writing. Just write and set a timer for 15 minutes. And if you can write beyond those 15 minutes or you find that the story is starting to propel and develop beyond on those 15 minutes, then you have a good foundation for that story. Now, whether you wrote the beginning scene, end scene, or middle scene, you have something to build around. Um, but then if you get to 15 minutes or you're struggling to get to 15 minutes, then maybe that's a story you come back to. Or maybe that's a good idea, but you need to look at it from another angle. Um, but it is it's about tugging and tugging and tugging at this, this yarn or thread until it unravels. Um, and to see where it fits in the greater scheme of things and if it's a story that you can uh, maintain right and carry sure. through yeah well and that's a, that's i think that's one place that people struggle with all the time is at least i know i do i end up thinking you know this is a good first part but what are the twists and turns what what's actually going to happen to make this story um you know to make this story good right to make it a real story and not well, just an idea. Well, you know, you had brought up in, you know, one of our other times of recording about how maybe you don't, don't start with a unique story. Maybe you take thread and wrap it around a story that already exists. Like we were talking about, um, you know, you were saying that, you know, there's nothing new under the sun. Right. And so basically that people are attracted to stories because the framework or the bones or skeleton of a story has been around for centuries, but it's the clothes that we put on the story that people, that make it relevant to their time. And so I brought up, you know, Ever After, which is a movie I absolutely love uh, with Barrymore. Now it's about Cinderella. It is a telling of Cinderella. And, um, you know, we've heard the Cinderella story over and over, but we, and we know the elements of it that she has to have, you know, she's part of a family where she is, there's a stepmother and other sisters and she's not treated very well. And this, what you know, and the, but the prince falls in love with her. So there's all these elements to a story, but you can take this thread and wrap it around the story or weave it into this story and, and make it your own, you know, why reinvent the wheel, right? Just add some new or some spinners. <laughs> right, right, for sure. You know, I mean, and that's the, that's the thing is, <clears throat> like we were saying, there's nothing new under the sun. There's never going to be anything completely 100% brand new. You know, you can look at something that you've used in the past and you can um, or look at a, a, a famous story in the past and figure out how you can use that story and make it and refresh it. Just like you said, with Ever After. 
And that's a brilliant way to do it. So those are really the three tips. The first tip is use your own experience. The second tip is use the news, whether you look at the news or whether you go out and create news based on, um, you know, becoming kind of like an investigative journalist. And then the third way is to take an old story and make it new again. And I really like the thread method. I don't know if you, you know, if you made that name up, I love it because it really does describe exactly what it is you're trying to do. So, um, but speaking of pulling a thread, this is a very loose connection. We need to take a little time to recognize one of our sponsors. Dun, da, da, da. <laughs> um, and so we're going to let uh, the sponsor speak for themselves and then we'll be right back. Too Cheap for Therapy with Marianne and Kareen is a podcast about everything, and they mean everything. From fetishes and phobias to grief, Too Cheap for Therapy tackles it all. So welcome to the Too Cheap for Therapy podcast. Stay a while. Listen to some episodes. Let them sniff your baby, perhaps. Learn more at TooCheapForTherapy.com and find Too Cheap for Therapy on Anchor FM and Patreon. All right. Too cheap for therapy. I love those gals, Corinne and Marianne. Is it Corinne or Corrine? I think it's Corrine. I think it's Corrine too. And I've been calling her Corinne, but but I've heard it pronounced both ways, both by Marianne. So I'm going to go with <laughs> whichever one my heart <laughs> desires at the moment. Right, right. And I think she's comfortable either one. So that's a good thing. Um, um, but that's good. So it does sound like on this audio recording, we have a little bit of not interference, but where we've cut out a little bit. So um, but guess what? This recording stays. <laughs> that's right. This, this is the final take. Be, it's a wrap. I mean, we're it clicking the board at the end of this. It, And I think, you know, there must be somebody out there that really needs to hear how to get their next story started and how to get to the middle and how to finally get to the end. And we will have um, a couple episodes on, you know, there there is a science behind writing. Um, Writing can be hard work, right? You know, It's not just, oh, I'm a gifted writer and I'm going to sit down and write this whole story. No, there's a lot more that goes into it. And all writing is rewriting and editing. And Mm -hmm. that's, unfortunately, that's just reality, you know? Uh, Well, that and, you know, it it can be, you can get bogged down in some of the details. It's like, I just want to write the story. But sometimes just writing the story is, is the most grueling part of it, you know? Oh, yeah. That's the that's absolutely the most grueling part of it. Um, But, you know, we'll get we get there little by little by and by. All right. Well, if you we like to shamelessly plug both of our books before we end any session, because writers write and readers read and you guys can help to support us. (laughs) And uh, or what I say, <laughs> writers write and readers buy. So, right. <laughs> right. Um, so, Kanish, do you want to tell us a little bit about your book, Call from the Willow, where it can where people can pick it up and and all of that good stuff? Yeah. So you can find me on Facebook, um, you know, Kanish Marshall, and um, you know, Call from the Willow is available on Amazon.com, available in paperback, hardback, and Kindle form. Um, and you know, it's a story. It's a it's a coming of age story of a young woman rediscovering herself 
um, after a long uh, relationship um, and an ending of that relationship. And then, you know, through the process of meddling friends who love her dearly, she's set up with this handsome fellow, um, but there is more to him than meets the eye, and I shall leave it at that. But check out Call from the Willow at Amazon.com. And now, Miss Tiffany. And now, um, my book is called Postpartum, A Journal for New Mothers. It is also available on Amazon.com. You can find me online at Square Penny Publishing um, and on our Facebook page, Square Penny Publishing. And we have information right now. We're promoting NaNoWriMo, which is our National Novel Writing Month. It is um, a time for writers to get going and you still have half the month if you're interested you can still get a whole book finished if you write like the wind what you have to write about 5,000 words a day probably Mm -hmm. but anyway something close to that yeah but that has nothing to do with my book (laughs) which is available available on amazon.com pick it up for you for someone that you know for someone who may be expecting you know, it really is, it has something for everyone. It's a book of affirmations and whether you're pregnant or not, you can definitely always use the affirmations. And that wraps Absolutely. it up. It is a truly, it is a truly helpful resource. I just want to say I it for myself. Um, you know, I've gone beautifully written and crafted book and I suggest everyone to pick it up or find it for a loved one um, that, you know, is a mother or, or wanting to be a mother. Um, or in the process of becoming a mother, you know, being pregnant. So (laughs) thank you you so much. And thank you for that support. It means the world to me. (laughs) And that sounded a bit sinister. Mm, 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 mm. (laughs) 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 Oh, Oh, man. Well, guys, thank you for joining us or writerish. Thank you for joining Writerish, and we will definitely be back with episode three in just a couple weeks or next week. Yeah, next week, hopefully. All right, guys. Thanks so much. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. You've been listening to Writerish, a writer esque look for new writers with Tiffany Thompson and Kenise Marshall. Copyright 2019. All rights reserved.